0: Welcome to episode 14 of the Effective Faith podcast, a weekly podcast answering questions of productivity, tools, and gear to help us get stuff done, as well as thinking about theology, Christian living, and how we approach getting things done in a way that supports our overall well-being and is going to help us to honor Jesus better. My name's Chris Wood, I run Effective Faith, and I'm your host for the podcast. Before we dive in this week, I want to Ask and encourage you, please if you do value this this podcast then then subscribe uh leave a review on your podcast app of choice, whatever that is uh, everyone says that really helps get the podcast to be seen by more people, and also, if you do know of anybody who you think this particular episode might be helpful for them, please do pass it on to them, send it to them via email uh, or whatever that'd be that' be really helpful. Thank you very much this week on the Effective Faith podcast, we're thinking about weekly planning. Uh, Several episodes ago, we thought about daily planning. This week, we're going to think about weekly planning. And I'm going to start with some honesty here. This, it very much remains a work in progress for me. I think I've finally adopted a system that uses the right tools in the right way. And I also think that I'm very close to having all of the right steps in place for this weekly planning and review session with nothing uh unnecessary that just takes up a lot of time but it is an ever-evolving process as i I, i'm streamlining things and as uh my life and the different needs that that presents change over time now the way i do my weekly planning it's not really tool dependent so it doesn't depend on what app i use um i use a simple checklist but i tend to adjust uh which tools do which parts to make use of the features and functions of the tools that I'm using um, and to make sure which one is doing the the right bits, the best bits, and to minimize duplication, unless it's helpful. There are some places where it is helpful uh, to to really like drill things into my mind to have things written down in more than one place. Anyway, I will go through the details of my planning method in future content. I think I'm particularly going to focus on that in upcoming YouTube episodes. But right now, I'm about stressing the need for a plan and the overview of creating creating it and what a weekly planning session should involve. Now, I want to start with an analogy, a planning analogy. It's an illustration that I've used before, but I, I love it and I will use it again. There's a great moment in the film uh, Return of the Jedi on the... We see Han Solo, Uh, he very deliberately seeks a target, takes aim and fires. It's on the forest moon of Endor. It's a precision shot. The stormtroopers, as we know, all around him are just firing indiscriminately into the trees and more often than not, missing. We all know how accurate stormtroopers can be. Or, you know, similarly in the film Jaws, um, Brody, he doesn't shoot the shark that's coming at him. He shoots the gas tank in the shark's mouth. The idea that I'm getting at with with these illustrations is planning ahead, it's all about strategy and tactics and then precision execution. It's about thinking ahead, making effective choices in advance about how best to steward your time. It involves thinking about what's important, what's possible both in the sense of our natural limitations and and the opportunities that there are for us in any given moment. It's thinking about what's urgent and also what might divert, distract or derail you completely. If we plan well, then we really can steward our time well and get better at doing so. But why is it needed? I mean, I think I've probably made the point of why it's helpful already, but I'm not sure I've shown that it's truly necessary. In my work, I'm often tempted to feel like everyone wants a piece of me. I think this is probably true for many of us. What I mean is, is that there's always new stuff coming in from people who have no idea what your job is, uh, in all of its fullness at least, and they have no idea what's currently on your plate and what your priorities are. It's also coming in from people who seem utterly convinced that whatever it is they're bringing to you, that should be the most important thing for you right this moment. Have you ever felt that way? That the demands on you and your time are coming in from all quarters with the repeated expectation that you drop everything and attend to them? I suspect that many of us have felt that way, not just in work, but in life as well. So how does having a plan actually help us with all of this? Well, I'm a Christian. That means that ultimately I'm trying to serve people and benefit them. It means to a degree I want to help people with whatever it is they need me for, whenever that happens to be. Now, often that's going to be the right thing for me to be using my time for, but not always you see, you know, in a former life, I used to feel like the main way that I served my boss was by dealing with all of the stuff that he knew very little about so that it never became his problem, rather than dealing with the many things that were his particular concern in the, that day, moment to moment. This doesn't mean that I didn't help him with those things, but I knew that if I only did that, then ultimately he would be far worse off as other things things that were uniquely my responsibility would slip. I also would employ the the sort of the give a man a fish, teach a man to fish mentality with many of the people who needed my help with, with things, investing a little time now to save time in the long run, as well as benefit them for the long term by helping them to help themselves. But I think the question is, how do you know? How do you know if you physically have the time to deal with the requests that are coming in? How do you know if the request that comes at you is more important than the other things on your plate at that time? The answer is you have a plan. You've looked out into into the trees of the forest moon of Endor, if you will. You've considered your target and you've taken specific aim and you fire. You've looked at everything you've decided that the best way to deal with that shark that's going to eat you is to shoot the gas canister rather than the shark itself. Now, circumstances may mean that another target, one that you perhaps didn't know about beforehand, is better in the moment. Or it might even mean that you can't actually hit the targets that you've originally aimed at. That's okay. We always need to be flexible with any plans that we have. But if we don't have a plan then we pick our targets based on what we see first and what shouts the loudest or looks the scariest rather than what is necessarily best. And that's just called being ineffective. So how can we be effective? We make a well-considered plan and it really is well worth the time to do so. (coughs) Now, I want to say planning your whole week rather than just day to day matters as well. We all know that what happens on a Monday can very easily shape the whole week if we let it. Having a weekly opportunity to mentally get yourself current and clear on everything that's going on and then plan how to use each day is essential if you want to be effective beyond the realm of simply reacting to what happens day to day. I would argue that planning is also essential if you value rest. The value of rest is most often seen over the long term and and not day to day. What I mean by that is, is that on any given day, with the demands coming at us, we may feel like rest is a luxury we cannot afford. But if you span that perspective out over a week or a month or longer, then it becomes crystal clear obvious that we're going to need to take some time to rest. If we're living day to day, We may not see that need in the moment. So here's an overview of what I do each week. Now, I've alternated between doing this first thing on a Monday morning, last thing on a Friday, and where I'm at now, I do this first thing on a Friday morning. It means that Friday afternoons can be used for a bit of mopping up and tidying up of things that I've not managed to do during the week. I tend to spend between 45 minutes and an hour and a half um, on this, depending on how in-depth I go. But here we go. So the first thing I do is I process all of my inputs. This is absolutely key as a first step. So uh, I have a physical in-tray. I don't use it that much, but I do go through anything that is in there. um, Any documents or whatever that I've been given. I review uh, the pages from the last week in my notebook and I make a note in an appropriate digital place of anything from either of those two locations that's going to need my attention in the future. And then I go through all of my digital inputs, email inboxes, text messages, WhatsApp messages, etc. I go through everything from the past week and make sure that it's either in my task manager, in my notes app or on my calendar. And that Anything relevant is therefore captured. This doesn't really take too long as I as I tend to, to process these things at least once a day anyway. This is kind of a, of a catch-all at the end of the week. <clears throat> then I go through the inbox from my task manager and my notes app and process and organize all of those items. At the moment, um, I'm not concerned at all about the details of when I will do something. I'm just putting everything in the right place. Now, when all of my inboxes are dealt with, I know that in the next two parts of this process, I have a comprehensive, a fairly comprehensive list of everything that I need to know about that I have the information for. It's not perfect, but it's pretty good most of the time. And it means when I make my plan, I've got a handle on everything that I need to have a handle on for the week ahead. Part two, I review all of my stuff. This is mainly going through my calendar, my projects, and my tasks. So I check the, the previous week that's just finished on my calendar to see if if anything there has might have any actions or follow-ups that I need to put in. I check the next three weeks ahead in the future to see if there's anything that's coming up that might need my attention or my preparation Um. In advance and then I scrutinize the week ahead in detail looking at every single item in my calendar to see what's on my agenda and this is basically to inform me knowing roughly how much time I'm going to have each day of the week to do other work based on uh, meetings or other appointments that I've got on specific days Obviously, if, for example, on a Tuesday, I had six hours of meetings, that's going to very much limit the other work I can get done on a Tuesday. So I need to know that at this point of the process. Next, I'll look through all of my active projects. Now, some projects are uh, either paused or they're projects for the future. I don't bother checking those every week. I go through my active projects, the ones that I'm currently working on. And I check the status of them, uh, tasks that I've completed maybe but not, not ticked off, tasks that are no longer relevant, um, tasks that might be needed but are not written down yet, anything that I'm waiting for that I might need to follow up on. And sometimes a project will be complete and I've just forgotten to mark it as such. And then once I've done that, I can work out if there's any other projects that need to be started or resumed based on where, where everything is at. <coughs> So the aim is that by the end of this step, I've got a fairly good grasp of where everything is at. Now I make decisions. Part three, I choose what's best. I choose which projects to work on in the coming week. I can't work on every project that might be active in any given week. So I aim for between four to six projects a week depending on what I wanna do. I go through the different areas of focus I have Um, And I choose the most important and the most pressing tasks from those for the week. Basically, I'm asking the question, where am I going to be most effective this week? How can my time be most effectively used this week? What's going to have the biggest impact? I do that for all of my projects and all of the sort of different areas of focus I have. And I do it for all areas of life, not, not just work. I tend to schedule project work on my calendar, at least one project per day. Uh, It goes on as focus time on my calendar. This means that I'm aiming at those points to work with minimal distractions. And then the other tasks that I have for the week, uh, I tend to batch them together um, and I will schedule those sort of batches of tasks on a special calendar that I've got which I call my planning calendar my planning calendar it's a calendar I've got uh, on google calendar it's gray and I have it hidden most of the time it's not for things that are firm and fixed it's just a rough plan uh, to guide me through the day and the week and it's the one part of my calendar that may not actually happen the way I've planned it out it's just an aim it's just a a sort of a tentative thought <clears throat> and then in my task manager I will allocate tasks from projects and areas of focus to the relevant days that week as I said I give this a little bit of thought and I try to batch similar tasks together to mean I'm operating in the same frame of mind all of the time and then having made all of those decisions I make a plan so that's is the last part, making a plan. There's really three steps here and then a very quick check at the end. So first thing in making a plan, I may want to allocate time. In fact, I often do allocate time for things that are not projects or tasks, but are really important all the same. It could be time with my family, time for exercise. Time for reading and study and things like that. These things get scheduled onto my calendar because they're important, but they're not going to be found in my task manager or my projects list, for example. Once that's done, I will schedule the projects for the days coming up on my calendar and, as I said, in my task manager. And if there are any project related tasks in my task manager, then they'll get scheduled for the same day uh, if if they're things that I'm planning to do this week. And then I do the same for all of the other tasks that I've decided to do this week. Uh, I schedule them for the particular days in which I'm going to focus on them. Um, and now I have a plan for the week. So I know what uh, things are going to get my time, what projects I'm going to work on and what tasks I'm going to do each and every day of the week as a plan. Then I will select two to three objectives for each and every day of the week. Now, these are my main priorities. I've taken this from Carl Pauline. These are my must-get-done tasks for each day. And I flag those uh, in my task manager, which is Todoist. I set them as priority one. They turn red. And whilst I might have... Um, sort of 15 to 20 non-routine tasks planned for each day. Having three clear objectives, things that must get done, means if all else fails and something comes up that completely destroys the rest, I know that I've got the three most important tasks for the day done. And then at this point, a quick check is all that's left. So I check that no day is overloaded. Too much to do and not enough time. I check that no day is particularly underloaded. That doesn't happen very often, but it has happened in the past. And I also check that I haven't vastly misestimated the amount of time that I might need for something. And as a whole week, that there are roughly the right number of tasks for the week. Now, What I mean by the right number of tasks is going to vary massively based on the type of work you do and what other things are happening that week. For me, I often have a lot of quick tasks, so that number is pretty high. Some weeks it's not. You need to use your wisdom and judgment here. And there you have it, a planned week. And at this point, the daily daily planning takes over. So check out the podcast episode on daily planning. A planned week. Don't beat yourself up when it all goes wrong, which it inevitably will some of the time. Just thank God that you followed his plan for your week and not your own plan. And then have the humility to accept that your plan wasn't quite right this time. And try again next week. Now, as I said at the start, if you found this valuable, please do leave a review. Please do share this podcast. And I would also love to have more questions coming in from listeners. So drop me an email That's effectivefaith15.58 at gmail.com, or you can use the contact form that's on my website, effectivefaith.org. If you listen on Spotify, you you can see the Ask a Question Q&A box uh, on your screen when you're listening. So please do drop me a question, and I'll look at it in a future episode. Thank you very much for listening, and I will see you next week.